It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. There's a shortage of lifeguards in Ontario, so the Life Saving Society, they're looking to older people, not necessarily senior citizens, but not not senior citizens. Anybody who used to be a lifeguard, maybe wants a part-time gig, they're saying, hey, come join our ranks. There might be a little additional training. You might need more training as to what terms you can use. Like, can you imagine some, some older person like, hey, broad, it's your turn to jump off the diving board. Tell that broad it's her turn, see? Uh, uh, Kenneth, you can't say broad anymore. Hey, doll. Hey, doll, it's your turn to jump. Hey, you, doll. Tell that hussy it's her turn. Be updated on what we call people now. I'm not saving that boy with the tattoos. No. He has piercings in weird places, see? It's too weird. Not he, saving that one. He deserves to drown. I looked into this. The average lifeguard makes $18.40 an hour here in Ontario. Does that seem low for people who save your life? I'm not saying it's the same job at all. I know paramedics have a tough job, but I, I want paramedics to make a lot of money. I They're saving my life. I want them to be rich. You should at least get a bonus every time you save a life. Yeah. They're jumping in after everybody. <laughs> what? You're drowning? No, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> Extra thousand bucks every life you save. All the cute boys always get saved more. What a bummer. You were in Stratford a couple weeks ago. Did you see the swans? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'd never seen them before. Stratford's known for the swans. They bring them out every summer. They don't live there, but they're there for decoration for the tourists in the summer, right? They're there for decoration? Kind of. They were. They, they live thought, in a barn through the winter. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And then they have the big swan parade and they bring them back to the pond. The swans are props? Yes, kind of. They live there. Is Stratford a big sham? Is the whole city <laughs> just one big stage? Yeah. All the world's a stage. <laughs> Stop quoting Shakespeare at me. So there's a similar town down in New York. It's called Manlius. It's a little village, and they have <laughs> swans as their logo for the town. And they have these two swans named Faye and Manny that they bring out to the local pond, and tourists love them. But somebody didn't get the message that you're not supposed to hunt the swans. Three teenagers killed Faye the swan, brought it home, and they ate it. Okay, so she didn't go to waste. It didn't go to waste, but you're not allowed to do that. You can't just go down and, and kill a swan and eat it. Is it in the goose family? Because uh, they got the long necks. Yeah. Big and weird, kind of douchebags if you get up close. Like they're, a giant goose. So they, they might taste like goose, like a Christmas goose. <laughs> like, like a Dickens story. It's probably good, actually. But you're not allowed to do it. I know grocery prices are high, but that's not how you save money. No, you but. save money by going to the Goddard's beachfront and killing one of the Canada geese, obviously. 98-year-old Bernice Bunny Harrison. Hey, Bunny. She became the oldest woman to do the edge walk on the CN Tower. If you're not familiar with the edge walk, hopefully you know the CN Tower. They put you in a suit with a harness and you dangle off the edge of the CN Tower way up high. Could not do it. It's terrifying. And 98-year-old Bunny Harrison, she did it. Oldest person to do it. Now, you might be thinking, I heard a story like this once before. That was last year around this time. Bunny Harrison did it as a 97-year-old, at that time the oldest person to do it. She'll probably keep doing it every year just to secure this record. But not to belittle her or anything, but... <laughs> She could literally do anything and be the oldest person to do it. She could break every record. She could be like the oldest person to 
Go to Suncoast Mall in Godrich. Who's going to break it? Oldest person to fall inside of Tim Hortons. Oldest person to look at Mount Everest. <laughs> she can get all the records. She was there when Mount Everest was born. If you needed to use an animal to attack somebody else, say you're throwing this animal. you got a lot to choose from, but a snake is probably a good one. I know this is a weird setup. But there's a story out of Toronto. Somebody had a python, an alive python, and they used the python to attack a victim. <laughs> what are they whacking people with the python? Assault with a python. Using the python like a lasso. But if you're going to use any animal to attack somebody, snake's not a bad one, right? Because it's a snake, so you can use it like a rope. You could lasso it and throw it so you can get the distance with a snake. Oh, yeah. Snakes are bitey. It's just going to attack the first thing it lands on, so you're, the person you're attacking is going to get some hurt. Get some whipping action going. There's a lot of things you can do with a snake. You had a good idea. Perhaps like a small alligator, like a caiman. Yeah. Because then you, you not only have the tail, the spikes on the tail, you've got the teeth to work with too. And they got strong jaws, so they latch onto something that's going to be cool. And the, the, the feet are sharp too, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So you got like three good things going for you there. Uh, you know what? Just your standard household cat is going to be pretty good because you can throw a cat. The throwing factor is pretty high on a cat. And I don't know if you've ever seen a panic cat, but... When it lands, it'll just scratch up whatever it lands on. All right. So that's a good thing. I think the sleeper is a hedgehog. Right. They're tiny, mm. so you could put a lot of them in your pockets. Spiky. A little spiky. So you get somebody in the face. They roll up into a convenient ball, don't you could, they? Yeah, you could take out an eye. But then you got to practice your throw because you need some accuracy here. Ultimately, just don't get into fights and don't use animals. But if you are going to get into a fight and you are going to use an animal, best all around might be a snake. There's this event over in the UK that people actually sign up for where you run down the really steep hill. It's called the Cooper's Hill Cheese Rolling Contest. They roll a big thing of cheese down the hill and you chase after it. It's impossible to stay on your two feet, so you end up rolling down the hill. Canadian won in the woman's category. Her name's Delaney and... She went unconscious, I think, about halfway down the hill. Yeah, she won head trauma. Yeah, it's the first time I've known someone to win an event unconscious. Keeps rolling. She's the first woman across the line after the cheese. She comes through and they say, hey, you won the event. And she's like, oh, awesome. We got the bluffs here in Huron County, especially in the town of Godridge. They get pretty steep. We could have a similar event here. Yeah, we could roll down a big thing of salt or something. Chase the ball of salt? Yeah. We get to lick the ball of salt afterwards? We could make salt into a wheel. If they had this in Clinton, maybe some a big ball of horse poo or something. In Grand Bend, they could chase the Goldschlager down the hill. It'll be great. Yes. I used to work for a hockey team and a basketball club. And I've talked to refs with both organizations who said it gets wild. People waiting for them in the parking lot want to have a word about a call they made. It gets scary sometimes. Oh, last year in Ontario, there was some angry parent pulled out a machete and yeah. chased a referee around yeah. the field. For goodness sake. So now referees with the Ontario Soccer Association going to start wearing body cams starting July the 1st. <laughs> Again, because of assaults and threats by players and parents. So if you're a parent and you want to approach the ref now, make sure you brush your teeth. They're going to get a shot of your face. <laughs> Wear your makeup. You look 10 pounds heavier on film. So <laughs> 10 pounds drunker. I'm not sure it goes far enough, though. I think they should be armed maybe with some other police things like the club. Pepper uh, spray. Maybe even a whip. You think yeah. they need a Indiana Jones-style bull whip? Get back on the bleachers. And shut up. <laughs> this is a long-winded way of saying do not 
assault or threaten yeah. referees. Just do what everybody else does. Make fun of their appearance and key their car. I did not know dogs could live to be 31 years old. How old is Uber right now, your dog? He's... 13 going on 14 and getting up there it's hard for him to do some things he's not as old as this dog though Bobby from Portugal is 31 years old incredible we were trying to look up the breed it's a breed I've never heard of before it is a Refero de Alentejo dog I guess they they guard livestock over in Europe Mm-hmm. 31 years old, Bobby. Yeah, just had a big party. There was a dance troupe at the party even. Bobby had a dance troupe? He had a dance troupe. I'm, when I turned 31, I didn't have a dance troupe. Yeah, you did. You call it the strippers. I did that at 23, not oh. 31. <laughs> What's the secret to Bobby's longevity? Apparently, he drinks a liter of water a day, has never been chained on a leash. Okay. And also, Bobby eats the same food that the owners eat. He eats people food? He just gets a plate at the table, except they soak it in water to remove any seasonings first. So basically, like, you're on county food. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. You're always complaining about here on county food. Where's the seasoning? Where's the salt, man? You have a Lebanese background. Bobby's so old. Probably remembers when dogs of certain colors weren't allowed to drink from the same water bowls. Script spelling bee was yesterday, and 14-year-old Dev Shaw from Largo, Florida, the winner of this year's script spelling bee. It's always amazing seeing these kids uh, do things with words that I've never been able to do. Well, they know the dictionary inside and out. It's amazing. All right, so I'm going to quiz you, Matt, on... I want to quiz you first on the word that won, Dev, the script spelling bee, all right? Okay. The word is semophile. All right. S... A. What? Say it again. Samophile. Can I have it in the in a sentence? Uh, spell samophile or I'll throw my headset at you. Oh. S- Sam? Samophile. S-E. What else makes the ass sound? <laughs> Sam. Say it. One more, one more try. Samophile. S-I? I? <laughs> Shamophile? What? What okay. other vowel could that be? Okay, so it's a silent P at the beginning. Oh, give me a break. Pussamophile. Uh, P-S-A-M-M-O-P-H-I-L-E. Oh, I wouldn't have got the double M's either. Samophile. So coming up in a You're com- a Samophile for giving me that word. I don't even know what that word means. I should have looked it up. No. I don't, so I don't know if you calling me a Samophile is a bad thing or a good thing. I don't know. I hope it's a bad thing. I've made apologies on the station. I've said things that were maybe not right, and it's okay to be wrong as long as you're willing to learn and broaden your perspectives. And hopefully Toronto Blue Jays relief pitcher Anthony Bass is doing the same. So on Monday, he shared something to his Instagram. It was it was a church sermon, pretty much, a sermon by a religious person. They were saying, don't shop at Target in the U.S. because they sell pride merchandise and They didn't like the gay community very much. So Anthony Bass shared that. People got upset because they're saying, hey, buddy, I'm gay and I like baseball too. So he's saying, hey, I apologize. Here's the clip of Anthony Bass. I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I am truly sorry for that. He did the... I got a friend who's gay. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got a friend. Friends of mine and close family members of mine. Yeah. I have that one friend. That's always typical, right? But he wears a blue jay. 
on his jersey. Have you ever watched a blue jay? Those things are mean. Yeah, they dive down, they attack other birds. They're douches. They're loud too. I have more of a problem with that. <laughs> what mean bird on his jersey? What birds do you like? The Orioles. They're a little nicer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with the Orioles. The Hawks. You good with the Hawks? No, the Hawks are Satanists. <laughs> okay. Yes. He made a good point, though. He says, uh, at one point, the ballpark is for all fans. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Um, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, and we want to welcome everybody. That's nice. Yeah. And that's fair. You and go. you know what? Th- that's why, regardless of whether you're straight, gay, in between, doesn't matter what you are. We should all come together and agree that paying $15 for a beer at the Rogers Center is criminal, right? Yes. There's not even access to a water fountain. Scripps Spelling Bee was last night, 14-year-old Dev Shaw from Florida. The winner, the word he won on was Samophile. We tried to quiz Matt on that. He did not get it right. So we're going to try a few other words. Let's see if if the Huss man can compete with the kids. Has a silent P. Has a silent P at the beginning, Samophile. So that wasn't fair. That is a plant or animal that thrives in sandy areas. Seagulls, by the way. Are Samophiles. They are. All right. Let's see. Is my sound on? All right. Let's make sure. That's the critical sound I need. Matt, spell Ligulian. Okay. Ligulian. Yep. E. G. Ooh, I've got three letters in. U. L. E. A-N? Oh, there's an I after the E. You messed it up. Quirkin. Spell quirkin. Like Macaulay Quirkin? Oh, shame oh, on you. I'm giving, you know, I'm giving you the buzzer and we're moving on from that word. For, just for the bad joke. Spell cathonic. 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 What does that mean? It means spell cathonic or I'm going to oh, you shut off your mic. You don't know the meanings? I'm <laughs> no. allowed to I'm usually allowed to buy time by asking for the meaning. I'm pressed Ask, for time. I can't be looking up definitions. Asking you to use it in a sentence. Cathonic. Okay. C A. There's an H after the C. Oh, for goodness sake. All right. Katuka. 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 It's pretty hot today. I won't need to wear my katuka. C. Are you going to make me keep skipping words for bad jokes? <laughs> Every bad joke, we skip a word. Katuka. C. All right, oh, starts with a K. All right, last word. Let's see if you can get I one can't. for five here. I can't even get one letter in. Don't overthink <laughs> this one, okay? <laughs> Kelp. Not kelp. 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 K. E. L. L. Oh, come on. <laughs> one L. I thought, like, there's going to be a trick to this. There's going to be two L's. No, one L. All right. 14-year-olds much smarter than Matt. What did we learn today? Nothing, because we already knew that. Five. And I'm one of the L's. You, you know what I mean? You got a big L. I'm a loser. You didn't even use the analogy right. You got two L's on that. Word travels fast when a miracle takes place. Okay. Remember when there was that projection on a Tim Hortons out east and it looked like Jesus? It was just a light that had a couple flies in it, but it looked like Jesus. So people were flocking there to touch the Tim Horton wall. Similar thing has happened. It's this that happened. I, the, I I know because I you told me I was like that's not true and I looked it up and it was true and it's funny as like people flocked to touch the Tim Hortons miracle light. Yeah. 
Well, in Missouri, they recently exhumed a body of a, a nun there. They're going to make a shrine to her. And when they brought it up, they were surprised because it looked like the body is barely decomposed since 2019. And so now the body's on display. People heard about it. This is some kind of miracle, I guess, because they expected to just see bones. Everything looks perfectly preserved. People are flocking there and going and touching the nun. It's like good luck or good blessings. They hoping the miracle will rub off on them. Yeah. This is weird, right? They exhume this nun and people go to touch her and it's fine. But I dressed my dead grandma up as a pirate one time and suddenly I've ruined the Clinton Spring Fair. Survey says more than half of Canadians say their town is too noisy. Noisier than it was a year ago. Our own Mad Hussy. You had a neighbor who thought, hey, this area is too noisy. So he was going door to door to the houses nearby. What did he suggest you do? They had a good point because every night if you're sitting outside, you're going to hear the hum of a leaf blower or lawnmower. All this stuff we have now. It makes for a lot of excess noise. And so he was asking us, would you consider buying one of those old-timey blade mowers? Circular blades, and you got to push it. You have to just push it. There's no motor, nothing. You just, the power of you cuts the grass. And it's a lot of work, I tell you, because I agreed to doing this. You bought one? (laughs) You paid your own money for one when you had a combustion engine lawnmower? I got one. I thought, you know, it's worth a try, and, you know, it's a good workout for me. Oh, poor naive Matthew. What I didn't know is it... Barely could go through it, like a dandelion or anything that wasn't just grass. <laughs> a dandelion oh, could stop this thing? I'd, I'd be out there taking a run at sections of the lawn and it wouldn't go through and I'd probably swear a little bit. Now, this story has a happy yeah. ending because these people mercifully died a couple <laughs> years later. <laughs> they were older, wonderful people. In fact, that's how they got me into their cult. Of uh, old-timey You didn't mowers. want to say no to the old people? <laughs> they were so nice. I loved them. And, but yeah, they passed on. And so I immediately got a gas-powered mower. The second they dropped. So it's been a lot easier since. And the irony is the person mowing over their plot right now at the Maitland oh. Cemetery using a combustion engine mower. Yeah, there's a reason those were invented. Our national anthem. It's been the source of a little bit of controversy. They changed the lyrics a couple years ago. And all of us command. Some people right. are like, I refuse to sing it. Even though it's changed a whole bunch of times before. It's sons and that's what it's going to be forever. It's sons. There is no other sex except men. I don't recognize women. Mississauga Mayor Bonnie Crombie. She got inspired by Canadian singer Julie Black, who did the NBA All-Star Game National Anthem recently. And doing the Canadian National Anthem changed the lyrics our home and native land to our home on native land, proposing that Mississauga send a letter to the federal government saying, hey, maybe we should make this lyric change as part of the truth and reconciliation thing for indigenous people. It sounds good. It flows the same musically. You were looking at some of the revised lyrics from way, way back of our national anthem. Yeah, there used to be a, a verse that said, Oh, Canada, beneath thy shining skies... May stalwart sons and gentle maidens rise. Gentle maidens? Yeah, very sexist. But there could be gentle sons and rough and tumble maidens. Stay gentle, women. Don't be strong. Don't rise up and and become equal to us. Ladies, don't show strength. Our home and native land to our home on native land. It's It's an interesting lyric change. It recognizes who originally founded this country. 
without actually doing anything to fix the issues of Indigenous people. So our federal government will love it. I always think to myself, I would never want to die an embarrassing death. Like, like Elvis on the toilet? Yeah, something like that. Or like maybe I'm singing Wanted Dead or Alive. And then I just have a heart attack right there in front of everyone. <laughs> kind of ironic. Is it because it's Wanted Dead or Alive or because it's Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi. It's embarrassing <laughs> going out singing Bon Jovi. There was a giraffe died at the Calgary Zoo, broke its neck. Oh, that's just so typical. It tripped, fell onto the fence, and broke its neck. Of course it's going to break its neck. It's a giraffe. And there's so many bones you could break in that neck. It's got long legs, too. It tripped. Yeah. And broke its neck. Oh. It's just kind of embarrassing. Could you live into the stereotype anymore? Again, its neck, the biggest thing. Of course, it breaks that. It would be like you breaking your nose and dying, <laughs> you know. Or you breaking your bald spot. Got some cash. You got 200 grand. Oh, yeah. Laying around. You want to go to space? Maybe next month you can do it. That's what I can do with that money. What money? You work in radio. <laughs> I've seen your paycheck. You don't have that. Virgin Galactic. They did a test run this weekend, unmanned test run of the plane that will take you up to lower orbit. It's about 87 kilometers above the Earth's surface. Which space billionaire is this again? Richard Branson. Branson. The guy who owns Virgin Airlines. This is Virgin Galactic. Is this the ship that looks like a penis? This is not the penis ship. Oh, okay, the other one. It's more ovarian in, in scope. Okay. <laughs> it could take people in manned flights up to space as soon as next month, so maybe June. $200,000. A lot of us would need to sell something. Maybe your home. Lots of people have homes. How many people can say they've gone to space? That's true. There you go. What a thing that would be to go up there for two minutes and float for a second and then come back down. It doesn't sound that fun. But you could brag about it. Sell your house, man. And then when your kids complain about their new house, just tell them it's the biggest refrigerator box you could find. So, Fatty, you'll be happy to know that your nose actually isn't the biggest in the world. Why would I be happy about that? Well, don't, don't I want the biggest nose? You know, sometimes you compare yourself to someone else and you're like, well, at least my nose isn't that long. 74-year-old Mehmet Ozirik, he died, actually. That's why I'm bringing this up. Mehmet died? The world record holder for the longest nose. How long is his nose? Nose 3.46 inches long. I measured your nose this morning. So when you're measuring nose, apparently they do it from... Like the, the hilt, like from between your eyes at the top there. Right. Down to the tip. And his was three inches? That 3.4. Four, six. About the size of a playing card. Okay. So that's quite long. Yours is 2.8. I'm getting there. Yeah. Maybe it'll grow a little more. You can take over this record. That was in my Tinder profile. It's like, <laughs> I've got a long nose, ladies. <laughs> but the thing is, is he loved his nose. He said he had this amazing sense of smell. He was proud of it. So good for this guy. He's like a basset hound. He could smell things from far away. You had barbecue two days ago. Yeah, he could. <laughs> Mad at all the neighbors because he wasn't invited to the barbecue. Oh, how did you know? My big nose. He said none of his kids got the big nose, though. That's the first thing you check, right? If you got the world's longest nose when the baby comes out. You're looking, right? You're looking right for the nose. You don't need to wait for the baby to come out. The nose will be sticking out mom's belly. Is that the head or the nose? Kicking or poking you with his face. Probably it'll skip a couple generations and then be back in all its glory. The that, nose. That poor baby. <laughs> Either way, Mehmet dead. 
Rest in peace, Mehmet. World's biggest nose. They had to bury him seven feet down because six feet, the nose is still sticking out. That's a not, oh. a, it's not a good joke. If you listen to the show a lot, you know Matt and I love to talk about seniors who do cool stuff. And this senior did something real cool. Broke a world record. Her name's Reggie Ann Fairhead. She's 96 years old from Ottawa. Did a 5K race this weekend. And she broke the record, the world record for someone in their 90s doing a 5K. She did it in 51 minutes and 9 seconds. She's 96. The previous world record holder was a 97-year-old from the U.S., did it in 55 minutes, 48 seconds. Reggie Ann did it 51 minutes. Wow, I can only hope when I'm approaching 100, I could still do a 5K. You still walk a 5K, right? Yeah. Now, to give you some perspective on this, Reggie Ann was born in 1927. That was before walking was even invented. Before wow. that, everyone either used a horse or died of scurvy. My son and I and my wife, we were walking on the Maitland Trail over the weekend. And walking along, I came across... Uh, baby crow sitting on a fence post dumb and sitting there like oh, like baby birds do they they have no fear so i thought well oh that's beautiful i'm gonna get out my phone and in doing so you scared the bird scared the bird it got caught between two branches it was hanging upside down and my son's getting all mad at me saying dad you're gonna kill the bird because i took my phone out to take a picture and he, he had some deep insight into the whole thing he said dad you're trying to capture the moment, but you miss the moment. That is some teenage nonsense. It's true, though. In attempts to capture the moment, I miss the moment. I could have stared at that baby bird for longer and enjoyed it. And I almost killed it. But you got a good radio story out of it. And you remembered it enough to retell the story here. So I think you got enough. Well, and then yesterday, it was hot. I wanted to go sit out on my front porch and have a cold drink. My wife informs me, no, we can't go out there. There's baby robins. Oh, these baby birds are just yeah, messing with you all left and right. Ruining my life, these baby birds. Now, but I respect nature, and yeah. uh, I'll stay away from them. Now, if it makes you feel any better, and this is true, <laughs> about 85% of baby robins die. They're usually eaten by crows a lot of time, or, or other bigger birds. Or people taking photos of them and scaring them, and they hang themselves in a tree. So if you got uh, baby <laughs> robins on your property and they're stopping you from enjoying your porch, it'll be fine. They'll be dead soon. Carrie Underwood's in the news right now because she's going on tour with a huge, maybe you could say the biggest rock band ever. Carrie Underwood has always loved Guns N' Roses. She grew up singing Guns N' Roses. That makes sense. They have a similar range, actually. I could imagine Carrie Underwood singing Sweet Child of Mine. If if Axl Rose dies, she could take over as the singer. Or just retires. Why or, does he have to or, die? Whatever. Or they just ditch him because Carrie Underwood's better. That Fair. could happen, too. What's wrong with Axl Rose here? <laughs> He's really crapping all over Axl. <laughs> I like Carrie. So she's going to be opening up for Guns N' Roses on a couple Canadian dates. If you're going to see Guns N' Roses in Moncton or Montreal, she's the open-up act. That's kind of cool. How man. cool is that? That's like more of a double header, I'd say. Yeah, and they can share makeup, too. Yeah, for sure. And that's not a weird joke because... 80s metal bands and rock bands all dressed up with heavy makeup. It was odd in the 80s because sometimes I'd look at those metal bands and I'd be like, oh man, they're attractive. They're like, those I'd, ladies are hot. Yeah. Wait, that's Def Leppard. I'd get turned on by them. <laughs> they were so pretty, some of them. Axel Rose was a really pretty man. And that's an appropriate thing to say as we kick off Pride Month today. 
Matt Hussey's never tried cigarettes. Oh, they're awesome. They make you look so cool. Yes, there's a lot of health effects. Ooh, so what? But man, is smoking awesome. Nah. You're having a tough day and you go have a cigarette. Oh, it, it tastes good and it makes you feel good. But starting August the 1st, it's going to be more warnings on cigarettes. So we already got the the gross pictures on the pack of cigarettes. Yeah. But starting on August 1st, Health Canada is going to have a warning on the actual individual cigarettes themselves on the filter. What, in case you missed the picture? Yes. It's huge. <laughs> I know. The cigarette packages are like picture books now. Pretty much. Really gross picture books. So now they're going one step further so you can read the cigarette. It would be like the fine print. You have examples of some of the stuff that's going to be on them. Yeah, they're putting things like poison in every puff. It's kind of poetic. Cigarettes cause cancer and tobacco smoke harms children. Is that strong enough, though? Maybe it should be just stuff that's a little more personal. Like like your teeth are gross. Yeah, your breath stinks. Do you really want your wife to leave you? Your clothes smell and you don't realize it. Why do you hate your kids? Maybe make it a little more personal. Maybe that'll get into the hearts of people. Maybe. I, I, I like to cut out the rotten teeth and tongue photos on the cigarette packs and show them to my neighbor's kids. It's hilarious how much they cry. Never been robbed face to face. Not right in front of me. I don't know how. I'd probably cry if somebody pulled a knife or a gun on me. This is probably one of the easier ways to get robbed, though. So this happened in Barrie. Here's what happened. There's a woman got out of a car and asked a senior woman for directions. Said, hey, where's the pharmacy? Senior woman said, it's over there. And the lady said, thanks so much and gave the senior a hug. And while she was hugging the senior, took off her gold necklace. Oh, so when they said, bring it in, really they were talking to the necklace. Not the person. I'm not sure they said that, but yeah, for the sake of conversation, sure. This is why I like the fist bump, though, because then if they are going to rob you, your fist is ready. Yeah. Yeah, it's ready to go. It's also sanitary. It's, it's just, this is why it's dangerous to hug people. You could get robbed or in a worst case scenario like Mad Hussy, end up with three kids. Oof. An adult hug, I guess. Oh. It was so hot yesterday. I was doing some gardening. And the thought crossed my mind, man, I would just like to take my clothes off, do some naked gardening. And then you realize you're in public view and that's against the law. Yeah, I don't have a fence. But in Calgary, there's this video going around. It's close to a park and, and people looked over and there was this truck stuck near the river. And there was a naked guy. All he was wearing was boots trying to get out his Dodge Ram from the mud. <laughs> Truck nuts. But yeah, this video's, video's been going around and everyone's wondering, why is he naked? I think we figured it out. Yes, apparently right close to this park, there's a naturist reserve where people get naked. Is that what they call it? Naturist? Naturist, nudist. Okay. Whatever they call it. Oh, natural. So they figure this guy was out just driving around nude. And then truck gets stuck, so you got no choice but to get out nude and get the truck unstuck. Oh, that driver's seat has got to be disgusting. Just had some boots on, too. Oh, man. <laughs> we shouldn't judge, though, because we, we do have a nudist colony along Ontario's west coast. Yeah. But we, we don't call it that. We call it by its traditional name. Say it with me, Matt. Grand Bend. Bend. NHL Stanley Cup Finals kick off this weekend. Florida Panthers. Vegas Golden Knights. Matt has Vegas Golden Knights as the favorite, and I think I know why. Well, there's a local business in Vegas. It's, well, Larry Flynn's Hustler Club. Strip club. Yeah, strip club. So they're offering the team platinum VIP membership 
but only if they win. This includes free lap dances for life if they win. Lap dances for life? For life. If you win the Stanley Cup? Yeah. Now, these are hockey players. <laughs> if you've never been around hockey players before, they don't have much trouble getting girls. Yeah, did they really even need this? Would this entice them, you think? Plus, like, how much time do you have on your hands? Oh, let's go to Larry Flint's again. What do you mean how much? They have half the year off. Hockey's not the whole year. Well, they got to work out in the meantime, don't they? Not so much. You don't have time for the Rippers. I've seen Ryan O'Reilly at the YMCA working out here when hockey's not going on. But he's not there 24 hours a day. I don't know. Seems like it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. You got to stay in shape. I guess so. What would it take to entice you to win the Stanley Cup? Not that you'll ever come close, ever. I'd rather have a lifetime supply of guitars, groceries. What do you mean a lifetime supply of guitars? Well, if I want a new guitar, I just... One guitar can last you your whole life. Yeah, but I want all the guitars. I want a room full of guitars. So maybe a new house as well. That would entice me. None of these is a lifetime supply of every. You just want expensive things. Yeah, I just want nice things. Hey, fair enough. Toilet paper would be a good one. I thought you would say, like, a nice vacation, unlimited vacations with my family. Yes. So I could take my wife and my kids out on vacation. That's what I would take. But instead, you wanted guitars. Shame on you. That's bad, isn't it? I thought guitars first before my family. But my family can play those guitars. No, to be fair... Guitars sound way better than your family. Mm-mm. You ever had a Krispy Kreme donut? Yeah, they're good. Pretty basic, right? Isn't it just a honey glazed donut? So yeah, typically they just sell the honey glaze. They do have other varieties, but usually because they're so light and fluffy, people order three, four dozen at a time. They're expanding into Alberta more. They are not anywhere in Alberta, but first Krispy Kreme going to open in the next couple weeks in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of nice. Now, I bring this up because I have a very specific problem with Krispy Kreme. Now, Krispy Kreme, if you're not familiar, they spell their name with two Ks. Krispy with a K, Kreme with a K. Krispy Kreme, yeah. And their staff are called the Krispy Kreme crew. With a K? With a K. No. Yes. They're the KKK? Yes! What? That's my problem. They don't go by that, though, I'm sure. No, no, no. They never use the term KKK in any of their forms or anything, but the Krispy Kreme crew is kind of problematic, which is why I usually go to Tim Hortons because mm. their staff are way more agreeable, the THC. There's been wildfires all over the country, pretty much in every province. Quebec, they've got about 150 wildfires right now. So France is sending 100 firefighters to Quebec to help with the firefighting efforts. Oh, that's nice. Do you remember what uh, fire is in f- French? Do you remember that word? Uh, I think think it's fire, but there's an accent aigu on the E. I think it's fall, isn't it? Like F-E-U. Fall. Fall. Uh, fall. Yeah. That's how you'd yell fire. fire. You, you sound crazy. Yeah. You sound like a crazy person. I failed French. I know. Yeah. I know. Now, if you're wondering how you would tell the French firefighters apart from the French-Canadian firefighters, there is a distinct way to tell them apart. So the French firefighters are going to have soot all over their face. Okay. The French-Canadian firefighters will have soot all over their face while they discuss separating from Canada. That's the joke we're going out on the show with. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.